This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Artificial intelligence is part of our lives, and we need to know how to treat it effectively. There is no better person to advise us on how to do so than Professor Benjamin Rosman. He is professor in the School of Computer Science and Applied Mathematics at Wits University and also runs the Robotics Autonomous Intelligence and Learning Laboratory, as well as being the director of the National E-Science Postgraduate Teaching and Training Platform. Professor, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me here. I know you had a little bit of traffic getting here, so I'm going to go straight into the question I'm dying to ask you. Great. Yuval Harari, Noah Harari, has said that artificial intelligence has language, and in having language can simulate people and potentially can be very dangerous. True or false? Hmm. Well, it certainly has language, and... As far as how it goes simulating people, I think we're starting to see that more and more. Um, is it dangerous? Well, this is the the big question. I'd say million-dollar question, but it's way, way bigger than that. And there's, there's just so much discussion and debate in the community about this at the moment. Um, very fierce, intense debate, I must add. But I personally feel worried and... There's a number of reasons to be worried. There's also huge reasons to be really excited. And, and you know, one way or another, we, what's happening now in AI is really heralding a change in, in society. And I think the world in five, ten years is going to be completely unrecognizable from what we see today because of AI. And the question is, which way is it going? We're not sure. Well, everything requires some form of ethics. Yes. And as humans, we are bound. Uh, we bound by ethics. We may not maintain it, but th- that is our code of conduct. Whereas a, a, a bot has has none of that and is not bound by anything. I think that was the fear. There's a lot of fears. Okay. Um, and you know, from from the ethics perspective, it's interesting because the way this current generation of technology has been built, which definitely won't be the kind of final ultimate form of AI. There's a lot missing. Um, but the way it works is it's just trained on data. And so if you've done this in a way that all the data you've trained on has been grounded in very ethical text, for example, say with something like ChatGPT, then you could expect what gets generated by these models to be more ethical. And the problem is that we don't really know how to do this, and we're what, what we're seeing with the big kind of global releases of these tools hasn't really been built in that way. They've trained these models by just scraping hundreds of gigabytes of text online and in a very and using it in a very unfiltered kind of way, so that you know we we can see all sorts of weird things coming out of this. And the kind of response that they take is very much to slap a bandaid on it and say if it asks a question that seem if if the human asks a question that you know, maybe we, we don't think it should be answering. We just, you know, flag this and say, oh, I don't think I should answer this question. But that's not really anything deep and ethical built into it. That's someone just saying, well, if there's any questions on the following topics, try not to answer them. The, the other problem that I think you've all raised is that we don't always necessarily know we're talking potentially to a bot. We think we are having a relationship with a person. And that has also very negative consequences. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think the TV show Westworld encapsulated this very well, that what does it mean when we're interacting more and more with machines that, you know, maybe we can get away with certain things that we couldn't get away with in interacting with people? How does this change the way that we think about our interactions with people? Um, but you can imagine this getting... You know, blown out of all sorts of proportions. Now, what, what, sorry. What? No, I was going to say, I mean, I have a different relationship with ChatGPT than I do with Google. I right. find myself saying thank you and please and could you, which is not really necessary to a machine, but I feel obliged to be. Polite. Which is really interesting. I do the same thing. I mean, you know, maybe I could say that's a great idea. We should, um, you know, cover our bases just in case. Um, but, but yeah, and, and I think that's really interesting and indicative of kind of how we interact and how we perceive different kinds of intelligence. Now, what we've been talking about is just at a text level. It's not even talking to us and already we're kind of anthropomorphizing it in so many different ways. Now, as things enhance and maybe it'll be speech enabled and listen to your voice and maybe animate a face in response or ultimately be embodied in a robot, I think that we'll just see this kind of strange parts of our brain engaging here um, more and more intensely. What, What do you think kind of, and it would unfortunately have to be my last question to you, what do you think we need to do as ordinary human beings to protect ourselves from AI? Well, there's so many dimensions that we need to think about. And, you know, our worries range from everything from um, misinformation um, happening at just this accelerated pace to what this means for job losses, what this means for potential malicious uses of the technology. There, there's really a, a whole zoo of problems that we've been worrying about in the community. But I think the most important thing is we need more and more people to be aware of what this technology is at a core level, how it works, not technical details, but just conceptually, um, and engaging in the conversation because we can only think about, you know, what should be regulated. We can only think about how should society be interacting with these tools, how should they be used, and so on. Um, if, if we've got the voices of the people that are that, that this will really affect all over the world in all different disciplines, we need people to take part in this conversation. Prof, unfortunately, we have to leave it there. Promise me you'll come back again soon. Absolutely. I know your diary is full, but your first available Friday. Please come back and let's explore more. Definitely. Will do. Thank you very much. That was Professor Benjamin Rosman, a professor in the School of Computer Science and Applied Maths at Wits University.